Watching at home, DCK Productions proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world. Oh, the greatest podcast in the world? Suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. I appreciate it if you both suck it. Suck it. We really should stop this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. And welcome, everybody, to Socket! I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome. Derek, how is everybody tonight? What a great week we've had so far. Now it is hump day, and we are continuing on with this this crazy week, this crazy year, this crazy life. But you know what? I enjoy every minute of it, and I'm glad that you are here to enjoy it with me. Um, what was I going to talk about? Oh, I don't remember. We'll talk about it later. Um, <laughs> tomorrow is our 50th episode of live, um, and tomorrow night, again, we will have a live giveaway um, of the... Uh, Viking Revolution Beard Kit. Um, please be live in the comments tomorrow night and um, during my interviews. Um, we'll do it during the Josh Gallagher performance. Um, when Once he is live and on, we'll go ahead and do it then, and then uh, I'll give it away at that point. And I've also got some other giveaways coming up within the next couple weeks as well, a bunch more. Um, so that'll be fun. But tomorrow's our 50th episode anniversary six month anniversary something like that whatever you want to call it either way that's tomorrow but tonight we've got something exciting going on for you so over the last month or so i've had three of the cast members on from the movie mighty oak and tonight i have probably the most important person coming out of that movie with the exception of janelle Parrish. um so i have tonight on me with um tommy reagan and this movie you know, features all of his music. Um, the movie's pretty much centralized on him and how he's the reincarnated soul of the original lead singer. Um, this little kid is a savant. Um, he's probably going to be modest about it. And, you know, I'm not a prodigy or what he's, he is a musical prodigy. And I am just so stoked to talk to him tonight. The kid's got a voice of an angel, he can play the guitar better than some 30-year-olds I know. I mean, the kid is just amazing, and I am so excited to talk to him. 
So I'm going to play for you guys, just in case you've forgotten, I'm going to play for you guys the trailer for Mighty Oak, and then we'll bring him on. And this kid, again, just deserves all of the, the praise because he is just a cool kid and he deserves nothing but respect. So here is the trailer for Mighty Oak. Oh, wait, hit wrong button. I don't want that one. I want this one. I would help if I turned it on. What is going on? Hold on one second. There's something going on here. Try it again. We are the opening act for Arcade Fire. <laughs> Morning, Mr. Biggs. Thanks for the guitar. This thing is amazing. Who's that? A lieutenant upstairs. You're writing a lot of songs? I actually wrote a song yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's about it not being easy growing up. I hear your uh, friend's got some uh, sick skills. Sure does. I'm Gina. Oh, do you uh, know anything about the man who owned that tailor? Bone Jackson, lead singer of Army of Love. Your sister, right? Got him? Do you believe in reincarnation? What if we were all meant to be together? You, me, Vaughn, the band, just in a different way, in a different time. Is that so crazy? Are you guys ready to meet your new frontman? Oh my god. It's Army of Love. Woo! Yeah! You were meant to be a part of this family. Where did you find this kid? I didn't. He found me. I see that oak. Aren't you looking fine as hell? You brown sugar piece of candy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Mr. Tommy Reagan. Hey, Tommy. Yo, what's up? But before I answer any questions or anything, like, I just want to say this is probably the coolest podcast I've ever been on. Or, like, maybe even seen, like, bro, that intro and just the whole message of this podcast. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to tell life to suck it. That's right. That's exactly what the show is about. I mean, a lot of people think it means something else, and that's not what it means. It literally means. No, it's an ex it, Yeah. It's yeah. exactly. You You hit the nail on the head, bud. Um, Dude, thank you very much for coming on here, man. I Dude, I, I appreciate it. I really dude, do. It's my, it's my pleasure. It's really, like, dude, this 
This is like my type of podcast right here. This is one that I'd listen to. Well, good. You should listen more often then. <laughs> I will. Um, so, you know, this movie, um, first off, let me just tell everybody out there. Um, this movie is not what you think. Um, yeah, it talks about reincarnation. Yeah, it talks about stuff like that. But more than anything else, it's about family. And that's like the biggest piece of this movie. You know, if you're not religious, if you're not a God-fearing person or whatever, you know, this still movie is still for you and for your family because that's what this movie is about. And, you know, and that's what we're going to talk about here. So, you know, first off, um, I didn't know this at first and I didn't find this out until a little bit later, but all the music in this movie is yours. Yeah, I, I wrote all the songs. Um, most of them, well, the, I mean, I've been a part of this movie for quite a bit. Like, and, you know, I wrote all the songs when I was like eight, no, eight or nine. But, um, and I shot it when I had just turned 11 and now I'm 12. So, you know, it's it's been a great, it's been a great experience filming this whole movie. So how did you even become involved in it at such a young age? What exactly was the whole, what happened? Yeah, so like, it, so my, I, I don't really like know how to explain it in the best way, but like, like, there was just this idea of this, like, of this kid, it was always out there and like, you know, and they, they just found my music and I, I was, or no, 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 wait, wait I think I can explain this better. Pretty much like, my, you know, they were always going to use my music and I don't know if I could put into words how this all happened, but like they were always gonna use my music and I was always kind of like a part, you know, of the movie. And definitely it was always like a thing that I could play like the lead role. But the thing is that like, you know, they didn't just give it to me and like I auditioned and I went through like the whole audition thing. And I obviously got like a little bit of an advantage like because they all knew me because I made the music for it and in a way it was like based around me in some ways, like just because of the mu music and I always felt so connected to it. So, I mean, I, I worked hard to get the part because I mean, I, you know, if you wrote music for a movie and you felt almost like the character was like you in a way, and then like you didn't get the part, you know, I would probably be kind of ticked off. That's why like, I really wanted the part really bad. And like, you know, I, I, I got it and just, from there just filmed the movie and everything was awesome so how did they even come to you you know and ask you for the movie i mean music what i mean what was the whole story about you getting the music to them or with them you know you're writing the music for them what was that about what happened there mm -hmm. yeah so like basically like my dad knew like these writers and these directors and you know he he showed them me and they're like i i don't know how to say it but like you know they enjoyed my music and they enjoyed everything. So then this, you know, they were like, shoot, like, you know, let's make, let's make a movie. And, you know, that's pretty much how it was. I mean, it sounds like nepotism, but I mean, it is, but also at the same time, it's not, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, so basically your dad, who's obviously super proud of you, showed off your music to some of his friends and they, they were so inspired by your music that they wrote a movie about it. Yeah, and he's always had this idea, like, going on in his head. And, like, he pitched it to these people. And they were, like, and he showed them me. And he showed them my music. He's, like, cool, let's, like, let's throw out these auditions for this character. And then 
you know, I got the private audition. I went through all these phases. And obviously, I mean, it's obvious I had an advantage. I'm not going to say that I didn't, you know. Of course I did. But, like, I mean, I also had to be tested and everything. But, um, you know, once you watch the movie, you'll re- I'm not trying to brag. But like, once you watch the movie, you'll realize that it isn't nepotism at all. No, No, and and you're definitely not bragging, dude. I mean, you're, you know, you should be proud of yourself. I mean, at such a young age, I mean, you've already done more things than, you know, most 20, 25 year olds. I mean, you were part of the uh, the Broadway musical School of Rock. Now you're doing this and, you know, not only did you write all the music for it, but you starred in it as well. I mean... It, it, you've done so much. You you have you need to be proud. It's, there's no bragging about it. This is a yeah. this is a proud accomplishment for someone who was 11 at the time. Well, eight, nine, 10, 11, Now 12 years old. You know that's huge. I mean, Thank I'm you. I'm 40 years, almost 40 years old, and I'm just now starting to take off. So you're leaps and bounds ahead of you know me. So trust me, you're definitely not bragging. You should be proud of yourself. Well, thank you. My parents. I mean apparently like i mean it's all because of the opportunities you know like i could have had the same work ethic i have i could have had the same you know whatever natural talent whatever like um and i mean i could have just not had the opportunity my parents could have not supported me on the whole way my parents couldn't have flew me out to new york to get the school of rock auditions you know it it's all as much it is me it's also you know, everything around me, everyone around me and all these opportunities that I've been given. So how cool was it to not only work with, um, you know, to get this movie and, you know, work with some really cool people, but to work with Gigi, somebody who works, you work side by side with on School of Rock. Yeah. How, how cool was it to be her best friend in this movie as well? Yeah, it was really cool. Like, she's always been like a sister to me. And, you know, it, it was so awesome filming with her because like, I, I mean, I miss a lot of people from that School of Rock, like from School of Rock. And it was like, I'm glad that I got to talk to her and catch up with her. And then like, we became a lot, even a lot closer, like after the filming of that movie. And it was just pretty cool to have like, have a connection like that. And like, really, you know, School of Rock definitely paid off in many ways, including that way, you know? Oh, absolutely. Definitely, dude. I mean, yeah. Um, so at what age did you first pick up your first guitar? Um, I was six years old. I had just turned six. And I was at a, the reason why I uh, decided to play guitar is because I was at a Taylor Swift concert and I was sitting or me and my dad were sitting right next to, um, these really cool people. Um, and you know, the dad, his son was named Cody Lovas, who's doing really well right now. He's a musician and, you know, he played the guitar and he sang, what's up Taylor? <laughs> and, um, you know, I was just like, wow, this guy's really cool. So, I mean, I met his old guitar teacher and I was like, you know, he started giving me lessons and stuff. And then from there, I just like kept playing. And then once I stopped taking lessons from like, it's just always like been a part of my life. And it's it's just all thanks to Taylor Swift. You know, thank you, Taylor Swift. You don't hear that very that very often from a from a from a 12 year old kid um well from, from a 12 year old boy let me put it that way um, yeah, well you know what like the thing is that like kids would be like uh taylor swift ew but like that i like because it i mean boys don't say that they like taylor swift 
But like, bro, one time when I was uh, driving home with my friend in a car, we went back and listened to some old Taylor Swift, and we're like, oh, like this is dope. You know what I mean? Like, people hate on boys hate on Taylor Swift, but like Taylor Swift is fire. She's really good. And I'm not saying that she's not. I'm just saying it's it's weird to, for you to actually say say that. Like, that's where it came well, because, from. Yeah. I know because people. I mean, boys don't want to admit that, and because she's a kind of a girl artist, and girls are so into her. They kind of just separate themselves from it, and like, you know, I mean, I guess even it's mostly at a younger age. It's like more like, a people will be like, oh, because like they want to be all cool and everything, but like, I mean, not all twelve year olds. Most twelve year olds will s- still not accept it. But like, you know, in my opinion, my friends, I think the people who are the coolest are people who don't care about being cool. You know, I yeah. in 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 a world where people are like, oh, you have to be cool and everything. I would not be a cool person, but I'm just like myself and I really don't care what people think. And you know what, to be honest with you, I mean, that's like the best best way to possibly be. If it was me, you know, 28 years ago, holy crap, I'm old. Um, and I was having this interview then, I would have, I would never admit it was, you know, Taylor Swift who inspired me to pick up a guitar. I would lie and say like, oh, I picked up this Metallica album and I heard Kirk Am- Hammett, you know, just you know, shredding on that guitar. I had to pick up a guitar. I'd be like in my head, I'd be like, I'm lying, but you know what? I, that's what I would say. <laughs> and it wasn't Taylor Swift herself, but I just went to the concert. You know, it wasn't yeah. who inspired me. But you know, actually, um, we know this violinist, Caitlin Evanson, who used to like play with Taylor Swift, who was Taylor Swift's violinist. So like, you know, I feel like Taylor Swift is just like a big part of like my life in a lot of ways. A lot of things wouldn't wouldn't have happened without Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously popular for a reason. I mean, she does oh, yeah. have the oh, yeah. she does she does have the chops. She's not for everybody, um, including myself. But you know, I can recognize that she has talent. I mean, she wouldn't be you know where she's at right now without the talent she has. I mean, I don't listen to her music, but I mean, I de- every once in a while I go back and be like, wow, you know, she's awesome. Then why'd you go to her concert? I was freaking five. I don't know. <laughs> See, this is the type of conversation I enjoy having. See, this is what I talked to you about. This is what I said. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So, see, that's a good answer. I was freaking five. I like that. Um, <laughs> so, between the age of five and eight, you not only picked up your first guitar and started playing, but you managed to write music for basically an entire movie. So, obviously, you've got some, you've got music in your blood. Um, does anyone else in your family play at all or do anything? Yeah. So no one's like had like, you know, their, their career was music, but there's definitely a lot of natural, like, you know, a lot of natural music stuff in my family. My mom is very, very naturally talented. And so is my grandma, Linda, who's actually in the movie. You know, we, we recommended her as the grandma Mm -hmm. and she, I mean, she's, she's incredible. I love her so much. And, you know, she's very talented so there's also on my dad's side my grandma plays piano so there's a lot of people in my family who play music but it's never been like a full career yeah so um obviously you learned how to play but learning how to play and then learning how to actually put pieces to the songs together you know writing a verse versus writing a chorus versus writing a bridge and you know putting it all together to make it make sense where did you learn that from? I mean, because you could pick up a guitar and learn how to play online, but to actually learn how to play and actually put it all together, that's the difficult part. Where did you learn that? 
I mean, from learning songs, like I I learned Cody Lovas songs, I learned Jason Mraz songs. Um, both of those, I, I, I have had the chance to meet Jason Mraz a few times. He's such a great person. But um, I, you know, from them, I would just learn them. And then people that I know I'd play guitar with and they would like be like, oh, so this is the chorus. This is the verse. This is the bridge, you know. And event, I was at Montana with some of my friends and and I was just like, eventually, like, yo, I want to write a song. So, like, I, you know, got these super basic chords, like this basic chord progression. And then, like, and then I just, like, we just wrote. I mean, it, I mean, it wasn't, like, the best song ever, but it was so fun. And I was like, I want to keep doing this. Writing is so fun. And then, you know, I just kept doing it. And I kept, I kept improving, kept trying to get better. And, you know, my music style has, like, I, I, I feel every year I feel like a completely different artist, more, more developed. And yeah, that's pretty much how all the music for the movie started. And well, I mean, how, how the music I wrote started. Gotcha. Now, did you have an actual professional guitar teacher? Or did you learn it yourself? Um, yeah. Uh, so like I had, I had a guitar teacher for like, I mean, I still have guitar te teachers today that like, Pretty, because I'm so okay so I'm like learning theory right now and you know I just have people like that I jam with and that help me play and then I also practice it on my own and at first I just like once a week or no no I'd have way more than once a week like I don't know how many times a week but I'd have a guitar lesson with this guy Pedro Tallarico and actually the guy, um, his name, Pedro, like, you know, like, that's why, like, you know, since I, I get, I don't know. It's just funny because there's like a guy named Pedro in the movie. Yeah. But, like, um, he, he helped me learn a lot of stuff. He helped me learn all the basics and he's like family. And when I say he's like family, like literally, like he's, I love him so much. And like, you know, it's, that's pretty much who like helped me learn all the basics of guitar. Oh, wow. Yeah, because, I mean, I play guitar myself, and I learned how to play when I was 14, 15 years old. Um, and I actually taught myself I um, way before your time. Um, I picked up the, the guitar and watched uh, listened to the album uh, by Pearl Jam, an album called Ten. So it's her most famous album ever. It came out like 93, 94, somewhere around there. And that album is actually how it taught me to play guitar. So listening to Pearl Jam 10 and their songs on there like Jeremy and uh, all their, you know, Even Flow and all their famous songs came off that album. And that's actually how I learned to play guitar was what, listening to that. And actually, you know, like um, a lot of people from my generation did the same thing. Like, um, have you ever heard of the band Breaking Benjamin? Um, yeah. No, wait. No, I haven't. So the lead, lead singer of Breaking Benjamin, his name is Ben, um, actually taught himself to play the guitar off of uh, from Nirvana songs. So, I mean, you know, that's how my generation did it. We would just pop in a CD or a tape. Yeah, we had tapes back then. And we would learn how to play guitar. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it's cool that you're doing it the right way. Um, and it's cool that you're, you know, you're at the place that you're at right now. So your first day on set was your first day ever on a movie set. And not only did you have to learn how to, you know, be an actor on a movie scene set because you came from Broadway life, 
but now not only did you have to learn it, but you had to learn how to do it so quickly and get this movie done in 10 or 12 days is what I, yeah, if I remember yeah, it correctly. Was, it was a 14 day shoot. 14 days that you were able, that you had to not only learn how to be an, a, you know, a film actor, but, but you had to be, learn it fast. Um, so what was that experience like? I mean, cause Broadway to that is boom, like, you know, huge. Well, okay. So like, I mean, I, I, I was, I had the opportunity to star in a movie. So, I mean, I, I didn't just go there and like, of course. I, for, for at least probably like half a year before every day for an hour, like two hours, I'd be, I'd be practicing, maybe not every day, but like, I'd be practicing these lines. I had pretty much everything memorized by the time I was there, like the whole script. And, and then like when I was there from, apparently like from what other people said i was like i was chilled out like i wasn't really nervous because you know i've been a, I, I was a part of this movie for so long and the fact that it was already getting made i was just excited and i was just a bunch of people that they felt like family even though a lot of them i didn't you know most of them i had never met before or at least have like never like really known it just like felt so natural and i wasn't really worried about anything and i just like you know i, I felt comfortable because of how how confident I was with like the script and like all the lines. Cause I knew all of them. So one of the questions I asked Gigi and, and this, this question pertains to you as well. Um, so one of the actors in this film is pretty much a Broadway legend and that's Rodney. Oh, yeah. Hitch. Yeah. So did you know who Rodney was before you got, um, before you started on the movie? Yeah. I, I, we were the mean, like, like, my dad was the one who, like, the casting agents who recommended Rodney. He called okay, Rodney. okay. Yeah, he called Rodney, and he was like, yo, do you want to, like, audition for this role? Because he was, I mean, he's obviously such an incredible actor. Yeah. And, like, I mean, but I've always knew, he's always, like, you know, we've we've always knew him. Like, we, we know him just, you know, he, we're great friends with him. He's, like, just an awesome person. He's so inspirational, and I just, like, I love him. He's awesome. So having a chance to work with him was definitely an honor. Yeah. Oh, and he, he's such a Broadway legend. He's awesome. He really is. I mean, after I got done, um, you know, talking to him about whatever it was about a month ago, I immediately um, got off the got off and I went and uh, found the uh, the final performance of Rent online and, you know, downloaded it and, you know, paid, I actually paid for it guys and, yeah, yeah. and, and watched, you know, the, the final live performance of uh, Rent on Broadway, Broadway, which he stars in. And, you know, it's just, it's a phenomenal play. And, you know, to see that, to know that he's played multiple parts in that play, plus everything else that he's done. And he's just a phenomenal guy. And to have the honor to talk to him a month ago was cool, but I, to work with him must've been even, you know, more. Yeah. It, yeah. He has a great story and he's like, he's just like the most, like, like, I feel like every, everyone should try to be more like Rodney. He's just like such a calm and peaceful guy who like is energetic and is really talented and has a great story and has been through like his, I mean, has just been through, like overcame a lot of stuff and just been on Broadway, like being on Broadway, like being on all those shows, that's just pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, heck, like I said, even at your age, you know, being on School of Rock, you know, which was a movie that came out when I was, how old was I when that movie came out? I was in my was 20s. Made in like 
2000 around. So yeah, I was in my, so I was in my, I was so around 2000. Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was 20 years old and just had my first kid. Um, you know, so, I mean, my daughter's 18 now. Um, so, I mean, and then for you to go on and do such a cool movie, I mean, yeah. Jack Black, Jack Black killed that movie. And then I know that you guys killed it on Broadway too. So that was mm -hmm. definitely an honor for that piece. So now that you've done Broadway, now that you've done a movie, where do you see your career taking you next? Um, sorry, my, my computer, I need a charger for my computer. Uh, I'm asking my own to get it. Wait, wait, can you ask that question one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've been on Broadway and now you've done a movie. Uh, so you've done one of each. Where do you see your career taking you next? Um, I, I see, you know, I've, so I have three albums out and I have another one on the way. So like, I, I really want to keep doing that. And like that, I, I, music is my number one music is, I just, you know, I've, I see myself making more music, like trying to grow as an artist, you know, at some point launching my, trying to, you know, launch my music career. And, um, I, I just like see myself doing the same thing that I'm doing right now, except in, keep improving at it. Keep, you know, trying to be the best version of myself I can be. So music is what you want to do. And if more acting stuff comes along, then more acting stuff comes along. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, no music's doubt, thing. I do more acting. Yeah, I want to do more acting, no doubt. Okay. But like I, it's it's not like I I'm like, you know, of that's like how that's how I even got involved with this movie was because of music, you know? So it's like I mean, I mean, I was involved with this music movie even before I did School of Rock. And then I did School of Rock. And then, you know, that's when it all got filmed and stuff after that. But it's it's just like, it's always felt like, you know, like my my duty to life, if you know what I mean. Like, my, like, whoever the creator just sent me here to like make music and try to help people. Because that's what always kept me sorry that's what always kept me going just like staying positive staying happy because the fact and this sounds cheesy and cliche but it's true the fact that like i could help people like get through stuff is like through my music and through my acting has like always just made me feel like like just keep going keep staying positive because i know that art, a bunch of artists have done that for me and made me stay positive um and that's just, you know, that's just something that I that I absolutely love about doing music and acting. You know, um, people can say that's cheesy or cliche, but it's def um, it's definitely not. And let me tell you why it's not. Before the show, you and I had a conversation, and we were talking about it. I mean, um, we we're talking about the fact that I suffer from bipolar disorder and, and depression. And um, one of the things about this show is the fact that I do suffer from that, and this and the whole message behind the show is realism. Cause I want people to know, Hey, you know, if I can survive, so can you. And also you're not alone in, in your struggles. So when I talk to people like you or Rodney or Gigi or Ben or all the other, you know, actors and musicians I've talked to on the show, you know, we don't talk about mental health necessarily, but we talk about things that are real. We, I want realism. Like we, we've already discussed this, but I'm just kind of letting you know, everybody else know what the conversation was that we had. And being real is not being cliche or cheesy. If you want to help people, then damn it, help people. That's why I'm here. Yeah, I crack jokes. Yeah, I make fun of my disorder. Yeah, 
I say when I'm not talking to a 12 year old, I say the F word a lot, but you know what? Uh, that's, you know, that's me. And I do that to get people to know that I'm a real guy. Um, yeah. but at the same time, I also know my audience. And if I'm going to be talking to a 12 year old, I'm not going to do all, you know, the normal things that I do. Or like on Sunday, I talked to a, a very, very, um, religious popular author and I'm, I didn't do it for her either. So I can change. But the thing about it is it, it all comes down to realism. And the more real you are, the more genuine you are. So if it's real, it's not cheesy or cliche. Now, if you're yeah, sitting, yeah, I mean, it's it's all about the people. Then I, yeah, of course. But if you're sitting there saying, "I just want to help people," then you're the, then you're the bomb for saying that, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, what you're saying about not saying the f word around twelve year olds, bro. There's no one who says the f word more than twelve year olds. Not me in particular. <laughs> but bro, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say frick because you know, obviously. Yeah. But like they'll be like, oh frick, bro! Did you see that freaking thing? Oh frick, frick, bro! OMG, frick! Oh yeah, freaking frick, bro! I'm so cool. Did you know, frick, bro? Yeah. You're not even cool, frick. Yeah. You mother fricker. Like, <laughs> Dude, you're not even wrong. I remember when my daughter was like 12 or 13. Um, she was talking to me. She was all upset about something, and she she just uh. She was going off and she's like, I don't even know. This is so stupid. Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Joe. And she goes, so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my parents are so cool. Like when my when my siblings, like a lot of a lot of times my siblings swear a lot. And my my dad's really funny. Like he's like, you know, he'll like, you know, he swears around me. Like, you know, because of, I mean, swearing at a certain age, you know, it's not, it's not good. But like Correct. it's like it's I mean, is I mean, I'm not telling any parents what to do but like my parents believe they you know it's not the end of the world as long as you're not like trying to be like the kids are like frick bro oh, like yeah, frick, yeah. Frick. like as long as is you know it's like if, if you're gonna say the f word like say the f word as long as you're not like overusing it or like making making it like making it like too bad or yeah. my parents my parents won't care if like you're like talking about something and say the effort because they're just like really cool and understanding yeah. Uh, you, and, know, yeah. Yeah, you know it's not so much about you because i i kind of got that vibe from when i was talking to your mom um it, it has to do with the possibility that there's other 12 year olds nine year olds that are envious of you and watching this right now and i don't want to be that guy you know what i mean so it has nothing to do with you per se, which, you know, but at the same time, I'm going to have respect for you. Cause you know, I used to have, yeah, yeah. Child. you should no, you I, should meet my mom, my, my dad though. Like my mom, <laughs> my mom's really cool. You should meet my dad. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could tell you the story of how I found out how babies are made. You, you, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> oh, like, oh, please tell me that story. Come on. Give it to me. That's a good, I, you gotta hear it. Dude, I, I can, I'll tell you when we end. I I just can't right now. Maybe when I'm maybe when I'm a little bit older. It's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, when you come back on again after your next big project, we'll we'll have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So let's do this. Um, we're you know we're about thirty five minutes in. Um, we've talked a lot about how good you are. Um, or at least I have, and you've been modest. Um. Let's show everybody how good you are. So I know you have a song prepared for me. So I'm going to go ahead and let you do that song. I want everyone to hear who haven't seen this movie yet. I want them to see, hear this song and then immediately say, shit, I'm going to Amazon. I'm going to spend the $2.99 and rent this movie and because you deserve that. So why don't you go ahead and play the song for me? Yeah, I also just wanted to clarify that when I said like how I found out, it, how I found out how babies are made, it's not anything weird. It was just like, 
when I, when I asked my dad, it was just really funny. Uh, of course, funny is funny though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is um. I, so I have I have my music out on all streaming platforms. So this song is called Extra Credit, and I'll bring my camera down. Uh, this song is called Extra Credit, and it's an original song. It's uh, my oh my computer's on at two percent. That's not good. Do, do you mind if I grab a charger really quick? Go right ahead. We're live. We're good. And if it dies, it's okay. Yeah. Just click the button, then come back on. So we're gonna hear Tommy play. Just so I'm just gonna sit here and you know, I'm just gonna sit here and bob my head, try to figure out what I'm gonna say later. Which I already know what I'm gonna say later, but still, you know. Um, we're gonna talk about something fun. Um, yeah, you know, I'll tell you. So Instagram announced today that it started Reels, which is the TikTok competitor. So we'll talk about that later on in the show after I get done talking to Tommy. I can hear him walking. <laughs> no, you're, you're good, dude. You're good. No, no. I'm sorry. Wait, what? Oh, bro. No. All right, I might have to get. I might have to go on my phone. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about this. You're good. So yeah, we'll talk about uh, TikTok's um, competitor um, and Instagram Reels, um, which I played with a little bit today. It was kind of cool. Um, if you haven't um, played with it yet, you should be getting the update to either today or tomorrow morning. Uh, but it's built right into Instagram. and um, However, it only allows 15-second clips. It doesn't allow the full one-minute clips like TikTok does. But it's kind of cool, and we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Um, and it all depends on, you know, whatever. But it's definitely an opportunity for people who can never grow on TikTok to definitely get a chance to grow on Instagram. Um, so we'll talk about that uh, once we're done with Tommy. Okay, right. thing is on. I'm in the I'm in the waiting room on my iPhone. Oh my gosh. Okay, just go ahead and uh, um, click the link and then come back on. Uh, okay. Enter broadcast studio. Display name. Okay, there. There we go. I'm gonna remove you and then come back on. There we go. All right. Awesome. Okay, I'm so sorry about that. You're good. Okay. I'll go ahead and mute myself, and you can go ahead and do your thing, man. Oh yeah, awesome. All right. This song's an original song called "Extra Credit." <laughs> Buddy. 
Pull him up to my crib, I study, A. I pass your notes in the daily, yeah. None of the other girls phase me. You've been ignoring me lately. I'm trying to make you my lady. Paint you a picture in art class. She's a boy bender and done. You said find you a partner, yeah. Hey, she ain't trying to love me. She just wants that extra credit. She ain't trying to hug me. Studies got us stressed out. Mathematics, baby, get out. PE make me sweat though. What are we gonna do now? You never do your homework. Girl, I feel like this won't work. She on the couch checking IET. Shaking my head, I'm like, why me? Girl, I thought you were the one. Is this something I'm having fun? As soon as this problem is done, hey, you can catch me on the run. Girl, do I look like a study guide? Is this how you treat all the other guys? You just want me for my knowledge. Good luck getting into college. Hey, she ain't trying to love me. Thank you. Hello, I can't hear you. Oh, my bad. I, I have I, I had my uh, music on hold, my my microphone on mute again. I always yeah. do that. Uh, you're all good. All right, so let me ask you this, man. And that was a great song. Um, had a little bit of comedy in it. Had a little bit of uh, heart in it. And it's a good song. But let me ask you this. Where do you see your actual music going? Because right now you're kind of like in a pop jazzy phase. Um, do you see yourself staying in that or do you see yourself evolving into something different? I mean, right now I'm kind of like, I mean, that was a song I wrote a few years ago. Um, well, yeah, probably like a year and a half ago. But um, right now I see myself like kind of in like a very emotional, like if I could describe my music, I'd probably say like kind of um, like a Dominic Fike vibe or like a Juice World vibe. Um, I just feel like I'm going to keep, you know, keep developing. And I feel like the the longer I'm making music, the more real, like the more real it is. Like, I feel like I'm getting to a point where I really feel connected with my music. And I feel like I can share real life. This isn't a real life story. This is just a made up thing. Of course. But like I can share real life stories and like, you know, you know, share share what's going on in my life through music and like hopefully people can relate to some of the stuff I'm saying. Gotcha. And you know what? That's actually probably the most real answer you could give. Um, because I mean you basically said you're just gonna write your music. You know, you didn't say, Oh, I'm gonna stay a you know, a pop singer or a jazz singer, or, or I'm going for a Jason Mraz type vibe, or whatever the case might be, or a Ed Sheeran type vibe. You said, I'm gonna write my music. So 10 years from now, you might be writing metal music, and then 20 years from now, you might be writing jazz music. Whatever that's that just that just is a real thing, and that's cool as hell, man. That's really yeah, cool. whatever I'm inspired by, like you know, I'll, I'll I mean my music 
when I was for the movie is way different than the music that I, I mean it's unreleased my music that I'm writing now but like you know way different from from that music and um you know the older because like people always say like oh how do you like how do you get these ideas like you know you're so young like you haven't went through like heartbreak and stuff um which which was true at the time like that I wrote that stuff like it was like I just felt like you know first of all it was stories but second of all I was you know the main the main market of music is like with girls and like breakups and like all of this stuff and like I I you know like to make that kind of music and I just put like things that are going on in my life like into almost like saying she like let's say I'm taking like maybe I got I got bullied and I put that saying she and then make it sound like it's some sort of breakup song you know yeah and that's what I and that's what I did because I mean that's just I feel like that's you know that's my music that I've always connected to like where they're saying she where they're saying this and that so that's that that's you know that's how I kind of got got the ideas for my songs that's really cool man um not many people would even at my age be able to do that and for you to do that at such a young age it just shows not only your level of talent uh, but also shows your level of appreciation for what music is. Yeah. And that's, and that is a cool, cool thing, man. Um, so, um, we'll let's finish up here, um, by talking to finish up talking about the movie and kind of give it a one last little plug here. So one of the things about it, like I said, we talked about earlier was that it's, it's, it's a story about theoretically you being at the character Oak, um, being the reincarnated version of the lead singer of army of love. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in reincarnation and stuff like that actually happening? I believe in reincarnation. I, I'm, I, I mean, I'm not like super, I'm not like the, the biggest person on like all the reincarnation stuff, although I do believe in it. But, um, you know, I, I do believe in people sending messages to other people about like, you know, maybe someone who passed away, just like kind of, kind of in a way sending a message the person they're still watching over them and that like souls can kind of like when one person passes away like it could you know it could transfer to another person you know yeah um that's actually that's pretty beautiful that's a for let me just say this and take this wherever you want to go with it man but you are 20 years beyond your time you know you've got something magical um don't let anyone tell you differently and don't let anyone try to change you be continue to be who you are um because i would love to watch you grow up and not fall victim to some of the other child actor child musician bullshit that happens in the world and i would love to see you be this same guy 10 years from now when we're talking about you know one of the biggest movies or biggest albums you've ever released um because let me tell you what bro you've got something special and i hope nobody takes advantage of that and you just continue to be the the, the cool ass kid and cool ass person that you are thank you i really appreciate that and i'm not just saying that like you know i i've seen like a lot of people i mean especially drug things like 
my three my top three favorite artists in the world all died uh from drugs you know who those no no no, two of them but they all died but two of them you know died from from things that happened from drugs and you know just especially that it's something that obviously i don't want to say that i'm not because although i'm in right now i know i think that i'm not i can't i haven't even run through that age yet where like all you know all of that stuff is going on but you know i definitely want to try to stay true to myself and try to try and like try to not use anything as a way to escape or be or to make me happier like anything like drugs or anything because i'm not i'm you know i'm never going to use it because like I, I just I just want to be able to make myself happy and do things like music to be able to ch- fix that, fix my problems. And I'm not saying that I have any problems right now. Like, but in, instead of having to do things that aren't like, you know, that aren't really going to, that aren't going to help me at all in life and just, you know, make my future worse. Gotcha. So who are your biggest influences? You said three people. So who are they? Yeah, I mean, so, so Mac Miller is incredible. He's one that he, you know, had an overdose. And Juice World as well is a big one who had an overdose. And, you know, I don't know if I should, like, say this because this guy had a controversial past, but probably, like, my favorite music of all time is, like, this guy Tentacion, who, you know, I do not support what he did, but, like, his music is something that I always have looked up to and, like, always tried to, strive strive to be like just his the way that he connects with his music how raw it is and like how real everything he's saying is the way that he doesn't give you know give an f about what he's saying like if it's not if it's if people are gonna not like it or not support it he really just you know he really he really pursues that he really shows that okay not who i expected um that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, well, like I said, man. Um, yeah, because, I mean, from my generation, we had a lot of people who passed away and died way too early from drugs or drug-related stuff. I mean, whether it be Kurt Cobain, um, the guy who played – I'm sure you don't know who I'm talking about, but the uh, the guy who played uh, Joker last year, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, his brother River Phoenix – passed away in the early nineties from drugs. Um, Drew Barrymore nearly passed away from drugs and alcohol. Luckily she's cleaned herself up and she's at where she's at today. But my generation saw a lot of that. And I'm hoping that your generation, um, which is my nine year old's generation too, um, doesn't have the same type of, you know, fallout from that kind of stuff. So I'm hoping that your generation changes that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I'm, so I uh, hopefully I can I can hope that right now a lot of big artists have you know grown up in not very good areas like a lot of rappers that have died from you know overdoses have like grown up in not very good areas that and they don't have good influences or like good ways to deal with their problems so like with that I hopefully hopefully soon it will change but there's too many drugs right now in the in the music industry as a whole, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's rap, rock, or country music. It's it's predominant. I mean, it still is. Um, 
But let me just tell you, man, again, you are an inspiration to kids everywhere. And then eventually you're going to, you know, any hell, even adults, because to see somebody at such a young age being able to do the stuff that you do. You know, when I first watched that trailer um, and saw that guitar solo that you were showing off about, you know, um, and as Oak showing off with, you know, I'm like, oh, that kid's not playing that. I'm like, then I did more research. I'm like, oh, my God, he really is. And then I found out that you wrote all the music. And I was like, oh, my God. And then, you know, the, just the whole idea of the whole Oak character being about you in some way, shape, or form. I was like, damn, obviously this kid did something. And hopefully that what inspired this inspires a whole generation more of things that you can just be proud of. And, and when you're 40, sitting there going, damn, I did it. Thank you. Do you want to hear a little secret about like, like a like an exclusive thing about the trailer, sure. that riff? I don't find the that riff that impressive. Like, I I really I mean it's I mean it's cool, but like I don't find I mean I think it's you know it's whatever I mean it's it's a little fat like it's a little I'm not saying like it's not impressive like if you know I think that it's cool, but like I think that I, I always keep growing. You know what I mean? And like I I don't like two years ago like two years ago myself like I always want to like be like oh I can't you know although I respect my older self and I think that that I'm still proud of what I did you know actually okay I want to rephrase this okay, okay like 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 if you guys heard that if you guys heard that riff like I'm like although I'm like proud of that like I oh I don't want to like oh sorry I don't want to look back on the past and like just look back and be like oh Oh, like that was so good. Like I'm mean, I wanna like keep going, like don't look behind yourself, just like keep going and like trying to keep improve. Yeah. Like um I know this is live, so it's I can't really No, it's fine, man. You're yeah. good. No, let let's put it this way. I, I like what you way you say it too, but let's go ahead and put it this way. From one guitarist to another, we both know that that riff's not that of difficult of a riff. But at the same time, for me being a 40-year-old, almost 40-year-old man, to sit there and look at it and see that it's 11-year-old playing it, that's impressive. But then for you to sit there and say, I'm not looking at what I did a year ago. I care less about that. I want to see what I can do tomorrow. That's even cooler. Thank you. Dude, again, you rock really, really hard. And I am just uber impressed with you. You know, you are not only just a good good kid but you're a good person in general and also you're really intelligent i mean um to to say the word nepotism and understand what that means at 12 years old is is really cool number one but then the, but just the way you present yourself as just a professional is awesome so my kudos to your mom and dad for raising such a cool kid and um i hope that this like i said carries you for the next you know 10 20 30 years yeah and thank you. I mean, I, I I guess I get what you're saying. You know, like I mean, thank you for saying I'm intelligent. You know, I I think I get. I think I where you're getting that from. Like I I hang out with a lot of like 20 year olds, like 24 year olds. That's where I who I mainly hang out with. Like, and mainly because of music. But the thing is, like I it's like I the I still can like be with kids and hang out. Like I don't find myself too mature for that even though I end up not really having any kid friends because some of the stuff they do, I just can't really, I'm like, dude, like, you know, so sometimes I just don't understand what they're doing because of the 20s that I hang out with. 
you know, they they know more. They know what's dumb and what's not dumb. Mm-hmm. And like, not not no, I'm not dissing any of my friends. I love all of them, but like, um, I, I just feel like I'm getting the best of both worlds. I can, you know, not be super ignorant, but at the same time, I can still be fun and not be like, hello. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um. Real quick question. I'm just curious for my own personal knowledge. Do you attend um, private school, school, or are you homeschooled? Dude, I switched schools like three times, like last year in sixth grade. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and I'm going into seventh now, and um, I think I'm yeah I'm being homeschooled, but um, I went to private school and I went to public school. I think pretty much even, like even amount of time. I went to both. Um, I'm pretty fortunate to, uh, I've, you know, I've got a really good education and, you know, I've been lucky just to, you know, have like, but I've been to a lot of schools and like tutoring like is so fun. Cause when I'm homeschooled, I just like have like tutors who like help me learn like a few times a week. And, you know, I'm just, I can like go at my own pace and that's something that's great about that. But yeah. Also, at the same time, I love I love school. I love public school because of the kids. But I th- you know, there's challenges in everything. Of course, I would like yeah. I said I was just curious, just just for my own knowledge, because I, I'm always curious about you know the way kids handle you know fame and school, you know, and, and I've, so you're obviously able to handle that pretty well, um, just by the way that you you answer that question. That's so that's why that's where that question kind of came from because I was just curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm really actually, I'd be kind of scared to go back because no one really treated me like a, like a human being when I went to school a year ago. Um, but I, but I hadn't even, the movie hadn't even, didn't even come out at that point. They just knew it from looking it up, like looking up the name, they knew that it was going to come out at some point. Yeah. And that's like, so like the, like the fact that I was already, people were like, were already, you know, making my life not that pleasant. The fact that like I was I was kind of scared, but I think it would be different at um, my homes, like my hometown school, because I've known most most of the people from when I was, you know, when I wasn't anything. Well, not yeah. not that I'm saying I'm anything now, but I'm just saying like back when I, people didn't have something to treat me differently for, for you know. Yeah, like, and, and you're people, you're like, bigger than you think, bud. You're bigger you. than you think. And, um, and, and by the way, anyone that treated you like shit last year while you were at school is just jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 instead of saying, oh yeah, that's my friend. It's like, oh, he's famous. Yeah. Yeah. He's famous. It's, je- it's jealous. <laughs> just, just jealousy. Yeah. And, but the thing is, I, but yeah. the thing is, I wasn't famous. Like, it's like, I'm not even famous. So why are you like trying to like make me feel like I, I don't have real people that I can like talk to? Yeah. I'm not even famous, you know? Yeah. Yep. But you know what? I have a feeling that you're going to feel differently about that in a year. Cause trust me, man, you're going places. Thank you so much, man. I'm working, I'm working hard. Hopefully the, hopefully people keep buying the movie. Hopefully it keeps doing awesome. And you know, follow me on Instagram. It's right under my, my, like the yep. box that I'm in. You can see that right there. Yep. And yeah, I'm I'm guessing from this interview I'll probably get about twenty million followers. <laughs> well, I only get a hundred thousand listeners a week, so you know if they, if you get twenty million li- you know followers from this, I better get twenty million views from this because <laughs> you know this is only going to be about twenty thousand right now. So you know we'll see what happens. <laughs>
if everyone makes a hundred different accounts to and follow me on, then we'll get 20 million. Wait, there you go. Is that even no thousand? It'll be a thousand. No, 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 a thousand. Yeah, a thousand. Sorry. Yeah, a thousand. Yeah, small brain. <laughs> but, um, if that, if, yeah, so all you have to do is pick about uh, 30 hours out of your day and then do that. And then... Yep. So, yeah, that's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> the 20,000 of you have created a thousand accounts each and we'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, man. Um, dude, again, I appreciate it. You are just amazing. And I cannot wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much, man. I really no, appreciate it. Hey, no problem. And we'll definitely have you back on, man. Yeah, no, I'd love to anytime. This is the coolest podcast. I mean, I appreciate that. Thank you very much for saying that. All right, Tommy. We'll, we'll talk again soon, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, All man. Right. Make Bye-bye. sure everyone suck it. Okay. That's right. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. All right, see you. All right. So that was Tommy Reagan, star of the new movie, Mighty Oak. Um, what a cool-ass kid. All right. Um, I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back in a second. Guys, ever wonder how I get this manly beard looking so good? It's all because of Viking Revolution. And at Viking Revolution, not only can you get some great beard bombs, but you can also get some great beard oils, as well as some awesome quick shower pads, which helps prevent you stanking up after the gym. Also, these great wet wipes, which help prevent, you know, stanky after you know, going doo-doo. And also some pomades and some other great products all at Viking Revolution. So do yourself a favor, go to dcproductions.com forward slash sponsors, click on the banner, and get yourself some of these great products. Viking Revolution, join the revolution. All right, so links are down below in the description of the YouTube video um, for all the my favorite um, or all the products that I use from Viking Revolution. Um, definitely take a look at that. Um, and also, every time you buy something, it supports the show, so I appreciate it. And one more time. Guys, have you ever wondered how you can help support the channel and also look fucking cool in the process? Go to the link down below, www.dckproductions.com forward slash shop to get the awesomest merch on the market today. Whether you just want to get one of our plain logos in one of our many different colors, or if you want to get one of our cool graphic tees that just are funny as hell the choice is yours but definitely pick up your choice of any one of these shirts in any color any size any style that you choose at www.dckproductions.com forward slash shop or click the link in the bio thank you guys you know i've aired that commercial i don't know how many times and I'm just now noticing <laughs> that at the beginning when it says the website, I fucked up the, the spelling of DCK Productions. Good job there, Derek. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, click the link down below as well. Um, go there and get some merchandise. Um, I'm going to be adding a bunch more this week. Um, I got crazy with my logo and I got a bunch of cool logos coming out. But, all right, so let's go ahead and talk about Facebook slash Instagram's big announcement today. Um, and then also we'll talk about Samsung's big announcement too. All right. So um, everyone's heard the rumors and the 
the bullshit, you know, going on with TikTok, um, possibility of it being banned. And uh, Instagram slash Facebook has had this this uh, new um, it's not an app. It's actually built into the Facebook um, thing. And I'll show you how to do it. Um, it's actually pretty cool how they did it. So if you're on your phone and you swipe over to go to like doing a story, the bottom here, it shows you reels. And then it comes up like that and you can kind of, you know, do whatever you want to do with it. Um, so it's on the, the story screen. Um, it's interesting. Um, but a couple differences. Number one, um, from what I can tell, you can't like do the copycat voices like they do. Like if somebody comes out with something really cool or, um, you know, like the same viral clip coming over and over and over and over and over again, um, that you just kind of do the voiceover, excuse me, the uh, lip, lip syncing, lip reading, whatever. Um, it doesn't look like you can have that functionality. Um, and then it's mostly just music and then video cutaways and then, you know, video tools and stuff like that. But then also it's only 15 seconds versus uh, the full minute that you can have on Vine. I'm on Vine. On, um, on TikTok. Um, so it's more like a Vine type situation. However, if you want to do more, um, you can always do actual story or you can do Instagram TV. So there is more to it than that. Um, and plus you could always just record something and then, you know, make it yourself. So, I mean, there is lots of options and plus it is face, uh, Instagram. So there's built in listeners slash viewers already. So I never got really into TikTok. Um, I watch it cause some of that stuff is funny, but what I watch it for is the cosplayers cause I like cosplay and they're really, really cool. So I don't watch it for the dancing or the singers or anything else like that. If I wanted to do that, that's what YouTube's for, for me. Um, or Twitch, I can watch that on Twitch. Um, but the uh, I watch TikTok for the cosplayers. But when I was doing stuff on TikTok and trying to you know gain support and whatever else, I wasn't growing nearly as fast as I grew on Instagram. And I know a lot of people have that. You know, I've seen a lot of people complain that oh my god, I've got twenty thousand people on Instagram, but I've only got ten people on my uh, TikTok. And I've seen that a lot. So I guess for people like me and them, this would be a good thing because now we have that built-in listener base, built-in viewer base, and people that are giving up on TikTok and coming over to Reels will have more of a chance of finding us and doing stuff that we do. Um, now, I don't really do the the funny videos or anything else. Like that. I just usually use it to promote the show, um, but I do put more stuff on my Instagram than I like to put out uh, funny stuff, mental health stuff, you know. All the same shit that I normally do. Same shit I do on my the show. I do on Instagram, but I never really got into TikTok anyway. So, but Reels is available. And like I said, it's built into the face the Instagram app. Um, just swipe right, like you're gonna go do a story, and boom, right there. Um, so that's how that is, and it looks pretty cool. Um, I haven't really played around with it yet, and I haven't seen too many videos come out from other people doing it. Um, but overall, it's pretty cool. So I, um, I give, uh, you know, Facebook slash, um, Instagram, um, some definite, um, props for doing that. Um, I think that was really cool. 
I think uh, people are, you know, definitely going to, you know, do better stuff with it. And plus, you know, it's an American company. So, you know, just saying. Um, but anyway, um, Samsung, 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 Samsung. Samsung came out today with not one, not two, not three, but four new devices um, today. So they announced the uh, Galaxy Note 20. They also announced, um, well, along with the Note 20, the Note 20 Ultra. They also introduced the Galaxy Tab S7 and Tab S7 Plus. They also introduced the new Galaxy Buds and um, the uh, Galaxy Watch 3. And then the one that really kind of intrigues me the most is the new Galaxy Z Fold 2. So, um, so the Z Fold 2, um, and I'll go ahead and read this article from CNN. I'll uh, read bits and pieces from it. So um, these Galaxy Z Fold 2, uh, which finally delivers a larger screen on the front and is hopefully a sturdier build, um, is up for pre-reserve now. And we'll pre-order. Uh, the launch for the pre-order will uh, be on September 7th. No pricing just yet. But it features a 6.2-inch Infinity-O display on the front, um, which is much bigger than the original 4.6 on the original Galaxy Fold. And then it opens up to unveil, unveil a 7.6-inch internal display. So it goes from 6.2 inches to 7.6 inches. That's fucking huge. So um, the Note 10, which is what I have, um, I believe is 6.5, 6.7 inches. So it's a little bit smaller than this, but then it when it opens up, it goes to a um, 7.6, but it's almost bezel-less, um, supposedly, from what they're saying as well. Um, the strings are scratched close um, to the bezels, making the phone nearly bezel-less. Um, the phone will be available in Mystic Bronze and Mystic Black. Uh, we don't know much else about the foldable phone, but the tech giant said it's focusing on delivering the best experience possible. The, feature, uh, the features... It features the same ultra-thin glass featured on the original Z Flip and a hinge that can be used as a prop on the Z Fold 2 stationary at, at different angles. Um, there's also a sweeping mechanism that will remove debris or dust from the under of the screen. Huh. So I guess there's a kind of like a, I guess you could kind of like a, say a, um, what was that? The sketch it thingies. Um, what was that thing? New, um, Etch a sketch. So the kind of like you swipe underneath and kind of remove the dust and stuff. So I guess that's kind of what it is. Um, from the teaser video, you can also tell that there is a three camera system on the back, which is just like the um, the the Note 10. What you can see there, there's three cameras. Um, the Note 20 again features the same thing, uh, three cameras as well. Uh, the Note excuse me, the Note 20 and the Note 20 Ultra. Um, not a huge size difference. Um, the 6.7 inch display or 6.9 display on the Ultra. Um, the Ultra does bump up the screen quality too. There's also a price difference. So the 20 starts at 999 uh, for 128 gigs, and the Ultra starts at 1299 for 128 gigs. Um, 
the excuse me, so 999 for 108, both at a, a 128 gigs starting, one's at 999 and the ultra's at 1299. Um, and then the ultra goes to 1449 for 512 gigs. Um, Samsung sweetens a pop with some uh, pre order deals though, which will go out, or if you pre order the Note 20, you'll score a hundred dollar Samsung credit, and pre ordering a Note 20 Ultra gets you a hundred and fifty dollar credit. And you can put that towards anything on samsung.com, including the new Galaxy Buds Live. Um, and if you're trading in an eligible device, you can get up to $650 in credit towards the purchase. Um, so both panels are Infinity O with a, a pinhole notch cut out the top um, that houses the 10, the 10 megapixel selfie camera. So it's very similar, again, to what the, uh, if you can see this here, back it up yeah you can kind of see it there so right here that pinhole that dot right there that my finger is pointing at is what the note uh, 10 looks like um so i'm assuming it's the same size and it's not that big of a deal you know even looking at it like this you can kind of see it better with the the screen turned on but it's not really that annoying um doesn't bother me at all um i mean there's a lot more to it um, it's a hair larger than the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Um, there's a catch, though. The Galaxy Note 20 only gets 60 hertz, which really doesn't make sense for a 999 price tag, not to mention the lower quality um, full HD panel, meaning that you get 393 pixels per inch and 2400 uh, by 1080 resolution. Um, which really, unless you're really getting technical, it's really not that big of a deal, um, not a deal breaker. Uh, the the ultra, as far as the battery life goes, um, the Note Twenty gets a four hundred um, four thousand three hundred ma battery, and the ultra gets a forty five hundred ma ultra battery. Um, support uh, fast charging via the QI um, cable standard, or the you know via you know the USB C. Um, power share is back on, so. Um, Power share, same thing as with the Note 10. Um, right there, it's in the the, the panel. It just says uh, power share, and you can share it to other devices um, that have, you know, wireless charging. Um, features the Snapdragon 865 processor. I mean, you guys can read all this. I'm not going to go through everything here. The devices look great. Um, I watched the thing this morning. The thing I'm more the curious about the most is the um, Galaxy Bud Live. And they're true. It says they're uh, these bean-like true wireless earbuds sport a stealthy design that packs a wide-ranging sound and active noise cancellation. So what's cool about these um, is that they are a noise-canceling earbud, um, which kind of is pretty cool. Um, so that's what's kind of, you know, um, intriguing me to it. Um, cause I might actually move over to those from the, the standard headphones. Um, uh, and it says on here with active noise cancellation turned on a figure that best AirPods, um, you can expect six hours of use with them and you should get up to eight hours with it on um with it off excuse me 
Um, they feature Bixby Live, which, by the way, Bixby's gotten a whole lot better, and it's already been proven that Bixby's actually better than um, Siri, um, but not as good as you know, oh, you know, Google or the A word that I refuse to say because I got one sitting right next to me. <laughs> uh, but uh, they do have a, chi- a charging case, which provides 21 hours um, with five minutes of charging in the cradle, delivering 60 hours. Damn, that's pretty impressive. The case itself is USB-C or wireless enabled. Um, so it's wireless too. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff. You guys can just Google Samsung and get to the, the CNN article yourself or just look it up yourself. But there's a lot of cool stuff. Um, the debate between Samsung versus iPhone is completely moot at this point. We Everybody knows that iPhone is behind the time still. It's nowhere near the capabilities that Samsung delivers. Um, I, I don't care what you say. I don't care who you are. It's true. Samsung has been delivering the best phones available, period, for a long time. Whether it be the Galaxy's S series or the Note series, bottom line, hands hands down, the best phones on the market. Um, I have been a loyal um, Samsung guy for since the Galaxy S2. Um, I had a before that I had a BlackBerry. And then I've been loyal to the Galaxy line ever since. I haven't had a different phone ever, you know. Um, I've had every alliteration of the Galaxy Note, except for the Note 5, because it didn't have that one's that one didn't have the S Pen, which was stupid. Um, but anyway, um, that's pretty much it. So definitely go and check out Tommy Reagan on Amazon or Apple Plus or wherever you rent your movies, video on demand. Um, check out the movie Mighty Oak. It's actually a really beautiful family movie. Um, and the music in it is really good. And then the actors are in it was really good. Janelle Parrish, Raven Simone, Rodney Hicks, Jonna Harris, Ben Milliken. I mean, obviously Tommy. The list goes on and on. It's a great ensemble cast. Um, full of lots of Broadway people, so you know it's got the chops to it. So definitely check out Mighty Oak um, on Amazon. That's my thing, so I'll always say Amazon. Um, which, by the way, there will be a link in the description of this um, video to check it out, um, which will support the show. And then also um, check out the new uh, Reels from Instagram. Like I said, it's built right in, so it should just be an automatic update, and you'll be able to get to it just by swiping right. And going to the story screen. Plus, also check out the new stuff from Samsung. Um, it's quite impressive. Um, it's it's going to be pretty cool. And I can't wait to get the Note 20 Ultra. As soon as I can upgrade. Which shouldn't be too much longer. I think I'm almost at my year. Um, no, November. So I'll be able to upgrade in November. But So I have to hold on to this thing. Which, I love this thing. The Note 10 was fantastic. I have the Note 10 Plus, but still... Um, and if you're been, been debating, now's the time to switch. Samsung's amazing. You won't regret it. But that is all that I have for you today. That was my channel thing. Did you like it? No, I didn't either. I thought it was pretty crappy. Um, but definitely check out 
you know, everything. Um, and then tomorrow I bring you at 9 p.m. East, 6 p.m. Pacific live performance from country music star Josh Gallagher. It's going to be epic. And before that, at 8 p.m. East, 5 p.m. Pacific, I have the CEO of a major company that's out of um, California. His name is Adam Grossman, and he is actually the CEO of a company called Papa and Barkley, which is a medical and a, a marijuana dispensary. Um, and he's actually a uh, advocate for legalizing across the country, obviously, because he's you know CEO of a company that produces it. But then also he's um, just a really cool guy overall. And we'll have a conversation about medical marijuana and its uses and a bunch of other stuff too with him. And then, like I said, at nine, Josh Gallagher, along with during that performance – giveaway from viking revolution which is i don't have anything on the screen so i don't know why i'm pointing um a nice uh beard kit includes a brush includes scissors includes beard oil balm uh shampoo and conditioner it's a fantastic kit um and i got a lot more giveaways coming up soon in the coming weeks um i got another one coming out for viking revolution next week i'm just waiting on the products to get here um i believe it's gonna be a face cream and another beard balm and then I have another special, special um, giveaway coming up soon, which I can't announce yet. I'm still finalizing that stuff. Um, but more to be revealed on that later. But until tomorrow, 8 p.m. East, 5 p.m. Pacific, with Adam Grossman, CEO of a marijuana company out of um, California called Papa and Berkeley, right? Papa and Barkley, excuse me. Um, and then right after that, Josh Gallagher. So until then, I bid you guys adieu. Be safe, be healthy. And as always, peace.